Tomo's back from Vegas. And somebody got shot. All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 132. Thanks for tuning in. We've got the band back together, and by that I mean uh, Tomo's back from Las Vegas, the CES show 2015. We've got girl Katie Cole in studio. Uh, We've got a stowaway and Rob Ford that's working on the Tony Perkins show, but that's pertinent because Todd looked for a phone for Tony Perkins. There's so much (laughs) going on here. Oh, that's why he's here. Oh, he's just here working. (laughs) He's been here all day. Uh, But yeah, I I can't wait to get into it. A special edition of Tech 411. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Let's let's get right into it. Welcome back, Tomo. CES 2015. Yeah, what a week it's been out in Las Vegas for the CES 2015 show. Uh, There's tons of stuff to see as you know it's kind of i think most uh journalists and i'm not calling myself a journalist but most you are a journalist. people you're published find ces to be a bit overwhelming it's in the las vegas convention center and more than that it's spread out through various uh casino resorts all over town there's literally something for everyone yeah. uh, no matter what you're into i wouldn't even know where to start in terms of kind of telling you uh everything that i saw so i, I guess we should just kind of go through the week uh day by day well let, let's get uh before we get in, into the inner cookie let's start with uh, your reasoning to go out this year because clearly the, the michael mayor shouldn't get to go out as a show but you had some business out there outside of just the show i didn't really this uh compared to last year yes i didn't have much as far as business i had a few meetings that i had yeah. to do it, my schedule was less hectic this year which was good that means i could see and attend a lot of the uh, parts of the conference what were you looking forward to before you got there and did they pay off um, I was looking forward to, it's called the Leaders in Technology Dinner and that. And la- oh, look at that. And last year. Invite only? Invite only. Last year. Must it was like, be nice. It's a big dinner. It's like 500 people. Still uh, 500. But you, you have to be a member. The world comes to CES. But you have to be a member. And there's not as many what companies. Kind, what kind of member? Uh, of an, CES? Yes. Well, there are. they have thousands of, of members. Of CES. Consumer Electronics Association. Yeah, I think there's, there, but there isn't as many as you might think. It's more, it's, it's more about companies coming and exhibiting their new products. That doesn't mean they're actually a member of okay. CEA, which is the the uh, trade association that hosts CES. So, uh, yeah, that that dinner was cool because last year, that's where I got to meet Maria Menounos. I rem- that's why I remember that dinner. Yeah, and there's always a celebrity ambassador. and I, mm-hmm. And there's always like... And last year, uh, I forget his name, the CEO of uh, one of the big 3D printers gave a, a wonderful talk uh, there at dinner. So I was kind of interested to Maker see. MakerBot. Yeah, the MakerBot yeah, guy. Look yeah, look at my memory. It's good. And so this year, it was about GoPro, and I really wanted to hear what uh, the CEO of GoPro had to say and the celebrity ambassador, uh, although I don't know if he uses white noise, was Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon? Yeah. The hardest working man in show business. <laughs> Is that what they call him? He's got him? a morning show. He's got America's Got Talent. He's uh-huh. got another TV show he produces, a movie's producing. I yeah. mean, he's everywhere. He looked- and he left Mariah. So he that left? works as well. He left her? Yeah, they're getting divorced. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's over with, man. I had no Done. idea. Wow. Well, he looks wonderful and very <laughs> successful. <laughs> but you know what? I Just don't know quick, if that's quick, related. Quick sidebar, though. <laughs> 
when you see celebrities in real life, it can, and this is whether you're in Los Angeles or New York, or you get a chance to go to Las Vegas and you, you just, you see them in real life mm-hmm. and you, it's, it's really, it's one or two ways. Either a celebrity looks like, well, that's what, a, that's what a celebrity should look like. <laughs> or you're like, man. There's just a lot of airbrushing going on you know, in people's lives, right? It's funny you said that because I looked over at this uh, guy before the dinner started, and he's wearing shades, and he's well-dressed, and I'm like, I don't know who that guy is, but he's just oozing, like, import importance. Yes. You know? And I was oozing like, sex. Yeah, I was like, it must be, uh, maybe he's the celebrity, but I, <laughs> I didn't uh, recognize him at all, and I'm like 10 feet away from the guy, and then, of course, he takes the stage, and I'm like, oh, that's why he's wearing shades. He's a celebrity. I love that you um, you don't know right away that that's Nick Cannon because that's I mean yeah. one that's that not make, my job. Well, Oscar. that also that's your job. no, but that also <laughs> makes you so much more approachable because if you bumped into Nick Cannon at the bar or something and then yeah. you just start talking to him, you wouldn't know. You'd be like, "Hey, nice sunglasses." And next thing you know, you're in like a hotel. Oh suite. my god! Like uh, one time in Vegas, I'm swimming in the pool. And uh, I'm hanging out with a friend of a friend who is singing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you have a really good voice. And we hung out for like 30 minutes. And you know who that was? Who? Little Kim. Little Kim? Yeah, but she never said, like, I'm Little Kim. A- she gave something else. You had a friend that knew Little Kim? Yeah, well, we could just kind of met there. Was his name Biggie? <laughs> <laughs> you put those two together. Um, I'll, I'll say this. So but that's it. That's Vegas. You, yeah, you just never that's know why who you're so crazy, to, right? Though you were, and when we were there with Mike, I think we were there for a total of six days. Mm-hmm. How long were you there this time around? Uh, seven days went out uh, early. Caught some shows. You did like the, yeah, you know. did the shows. Yeah, the shows. And uh, before CES officially started, which uh, for me, uh, I had a press pass because of this show. Believe yeah. it or not, I had to submit our podcast it's, statistics. It's worth something. And uh, they <laughs> said, "Okay, you're in." <laughs> Believe it or not, and I got to go to the unveiled event, which is on Sunday. You remember that from last year? I do. I got a heads up that Todd got a press pass because um, one of the wonderful young ladies that set all this up mm-hmm. wrote me. She says, "I." I see your co-host Todd Moore is going to CES. Oh, really? Are you and Mike and Rob? And she was rattling off. I said, Mike had some medical issues. Uh, Todd's going to represent the cause. And she goes, oh, next year? I said, we'll be there next year. Yeah. So you got to keep those lines of communication open. I'm happy you use that. More importantly, I think it's also important for the show. And overall, it's any tech geek that's listening to this right now, even if you're not into it, there's something for everyone at this conference. That's so true. Like you can yeah. walk into a room and say, well, I've never been in 3D printing. But when you walk by, you see the things that they built, those things that they're building and printing, they could be things that you're into. Yeah. I mean, if you're into cars, they got cars. Or are you into stereos? They got that. Uh, I will say uh, what a little bit was lacking in terms of mobile phones. I think there's a good reason for that. Uh, mobile World Congress seems to be the 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 place where companies are now launching all their new smartphones. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a little bit lacking, and and so we'll probably have to wait until you know Mobile World Congress kicks off, and I believe it's March. Yeah, uh, they uh, they usually have a lot of announcements with smartphones, but that did not deter me from finding Tony Perkins the best phone I could find at the conference. Let's talk about uh, mobile now. That's clearly uh, you know it's in your space overall because of the apps and yeah. uh, and I'll and I'll say this that. As new phones come out uh, for Todd and Katie and TMSoft, they have to 
it's really part of your bread and butter of your business to make sure that the operating systems that are running on those phones can run your apps. Yes. Right? That's right. So when you see these new devices coming out, it, it's even more important for you guys because as you sit there and you look at this, this device, and we'll get to the phone that you found for Tony Perkins, when you see them... As a developer, do you look at that and you that's the first thing you think about? How are my apps going to look on the screen? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, extremely important, especially when uh, new devices are announced and you can't get your hands on them. True. I uh, never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, you're you right. Have, you have to use what, what we call emulators to, to run and see how your apps perform uh, inside of them. And, and a lot of times you, you have to just kind of hope that it still performs and runs as expected inside of an uh, emulator, but you never know. Uh, so that always keeps things uh, interesting, and you always want to make sure that your apps run on the most popular platforms, and you know which are usually the Google Nexus or Samsung and, of course, Apple devices. Rob Ford from uh, the Tony Perkins Show. Before we get to this, pull your mic over if you don't mind. As uh, you're working hard, diligently editing the next Tony Perkins program. Uh, quickly, what phone does Tony Perkins currently have? I saw it briefly. It looked like something that my grandmother used, and my grandmother's dead, mind you. Um, so the last thing she used was probably a flip phone. Uh, he has some sort of flip phone with a keyboard, correct? Or he, something like he that? He does. Yes. Uh, he has a, I believe it's an LG NV2. Oh. Oh, no. It's the kind. It's like a candy bar when it's, it's like folded bright up. orange and it yes. opens up. Yes, that's the one. That's oh the my one. god, that's you're the right. phone I want to get rid of for years. I love that phone. <laughs> well, you're not helping the cause. Yeah, you're not <laughs> yeah, from 2003. I'm, oh god. You had I that had phone? I had that in high school. I did too. Good phone. <laughs> and, I had that phone in oh, high school. Tony, you deserve so much. What better. year did you graduate? Oh seven. Oh Tony, what do you? Yeah. How does he find phones that? Wait, what if what if it breaks? Does he get another one? I'm sure he does. <laughs> Did he oh, buy extra just in case? No, that's yeah. why I finally. I think my first smartphone was the um, Droid Incredible. Yes. I got to the point that with that um, NV2 that I just kept getting refurnished, refurnished, refurnished. I refused to upgrade to a smartphone because you love that phone. No, so because much. I. Because I loved it, and I was waiting for Verizon to get the iPhone, and they kept telling me it was coming. Ah, I gotcha. Then, like, it got to a point that Verizon was just laughing at me, and they are like, you cannot keep this phone anymore. <laughs> I was in there, like, once a month replacing it. Two years, AT&T had the rights for the iPhone before it went to Verizon, if I'm not mistaken. I remember oh, waiting. it was, like, five years. Five years? What are you talking I about? I sat there, I remember. We waited forever. Forever? Yes. Oh, man. It was, like, a five-year exclusive contract. I then. switched. I remember switching over once it went over, because uh, the bunker I lived in didn't have good AT&T signal. Now, you could be in this building right now and have great AT&T signal, but in, in the cave I lived in, I got no signal. I was like, why would you change? I was like, this phone's too good. Yeah, it always seems like Verizon is the last one to get the great phones. Uh, over at the Samsung booth, they were bragging about how the Galaxy Note Edge uh, was just released to mm -hmm. Verizon. So even though it was a month a uh, month before, it was available on AT and T. Uh, this phone, I think it's a little bit of a gimmick. You uh, get part of the screen on the edge of your phone. Ooh. So like, I saw this in a rendering. I've never seen it live. Yeah. So is it a Samsung phone? Samsung phone. Okay. And it has little. They're basically icons, application icons on the side of the phone that you can launch. Um, I think it's kind of a gimmick. The camera was kind of nice because then uh, all your buttons for the camera appear on the edge of the phone in order to use it. And it was kind of, uh, it was decent, but that for no reason would I say get that because of the edge, you know, the, the edge screen. Yeah. Okay. And it's and very it similar to the Note 4. 
Uh, and if you're if you're stuck in the the uh, with wanting to get a Samsung, I, I think the Note Four is actually really nice. Go and to. that's that, but that's three months you know old at this point. Yeah, yeah. What uh what phone did you that wowed you that maybe you thought maybe our friend Tony Perkins from the Tony Perkins Show from TonyPerkins.com could uh that's a mouthful uh could actually work <laughs> out. Uh, Rob Ford's happy. All yes. the plugs. So uh, what really I really thought was cool was LG's G, and I know Tony has the LG phone. So LG G Flex Two, and we saw. I think the first version last year, which is a curved the screen. The Flex one? Yeah, it was a curved screen. Uh, this screen is 5.5 inches, uh, so it's comparable to the iPhone yeah. 6. So I was like, all right, this is this is interesting. Let me compare the two. Uh, the screen looks amazing. It's got a 64-bit CPU just like the iPhone. It's going to be running Android 5.0 when it comes out. It's not out yet, but it'll be out this first quarter. It's got the 13-megapixel camera and a pretty beefy battery at uh, 300, 3,000, sorry, milliamps. And uh, one of the one of the gimmicks it was it had a self-healing back cover. Ah, I heard about this. Now I did. I I reached for my keys and I almost went for it. Yeah, but I did not try the self healing. Is it? Um, is there heat involved? If I, I'm not mistaken, I don't know what how I, it works. What I saw, and I'll give credit to Engadget. I think they had a video. They saw. And they used a dime. Just rub it on your jeans really quick. Yeah, so they yeah. used a dime to scratch it, which was, I don't know how, you know, of course the dime is, but it did scratch the back of the phone. And then he took it to his jeans, as you mentioned, yeah. rub it really hard, and then it cleaned up what looked yeah. to be a scratch. It's like melting some kind of uh, polymer or right? something, right? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I didn't try that out. But what really, what I really, really liked about this phone was uh, I really like the curved screen because the the screen is so big, right? I, I have a hard time holding this 6 Plus in my hand. but A with, lot of phone. With that device, with the LG, it was super light and it felt so comfortable in my hand that I could actually use it one-handed. I can't use this phone one-handed. So to me... Well, pretty big hands too. That was mm. kind of compelling because now that our phone screens are so big... It almost makes sense to uh, have a curved screen, just so you can. It's easier yeah, to the manipulate grip, the grip. It really helped. It's and it's kind of curved uh, both horizontally, vertically. I really liked the way the phone felt, and it was super light. And I grabbed my iPhone six plus, and I'm just like, this thing's a brick. It really is. <laughs> you just got it. But of course, I and I grabbed my iPhone five S today at work. And yeah. I'm just like, this is a toy. Why did I you ever can't use go this back. thing? It's like every, it. Clearly, big, everyone wants a bigger screen, and yeah. and I think LG's on something because you can actually use it one-handed. So I highly recommend that device. It's the LG G2 Flex or G Flex Two. This is why they need better marketing team over there. The LG G Flex Two. G Flex Two. So the G Flex was okay. what we saw, I think, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with a five and a half inch screen, uh, it looked beautiful. The for curve is compelling. It, and but it's compelling. But I remember it felt nice when I picked it up last I, year. It never it never connected with me that curve was better to use because it, it was, was a, a smaller, smaller screen. Yeah. You didn't need it. But now I feel that that is truly helpful. And I, I think uh, it probably will catch on. And the other funny thing is I put it in my back pocket and I'm like, oh, this snuggles nicely yeah. up against my butt. <laughs> and it's and like, if you sat on it, it wouldn't break. <laughs> and it is still flexible. So even if you did sit on it. Um, it, it can bend to a straight position. Flex, so, yeah. 
Uh, it's it's and, I, and it's funny. I was, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is like pre-bent," you know, mm-hmm. like how the iPhone six and six plus are. People are complaining that sometimes if you wear the tight jeans and you sit down, you might actually bend your phone. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is pre-bent for you. Won't have that problem. Let me ask you about um, televisions, and I know that uh, you just got a new television. It's beautiful Vizio. We talked about it here on the program. 4K with 4K really hitting the market this this last holiday season and now UHD 4K is coming out was there anything else something different i know samsung unveiled their 120 inch television that's supposedly going to cost over $100,000 um the i saw sony's thin bezel television that they announced as well mm-hmm. when you walk through cuz there's really one part of the entire uh, convention center dedicated to these wonderful televisions is curve still being pushed oh yeah curve is definitely being pushed uh, but my my favorite television wasn't curved it was samsung's 8k television 110 Whoa. inches and it looked 8K? incredible um, it, it also claimed to be the world's largest gl- uh, uh, glassless 3D TV. So in other words, you don't have to wear glasses to, to get the 3D effect. What do you wear, contacts? <laughs> you don't wear anything. You just look at the thing. Does it, did it work? Uh, it's kind of, like, it kind of sort of worked and, but it wasn't like the 3d you're, you're used to where it just pops way out yeah. of the TV. Yeah. It just, it, it looks it's like, like a it, Nintendo DS. It looks like it has some depth to it, Okay, but it, you're not seeing stuff shoot out of the TV. Well, that's obviously. the fun of 3d, but yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I think the TV looks awesome, Okay, but maybe not. So you shouldn't be bragging too much about that. 3D, you mm. know. The 8K was it? Was it? Was it? What, I mean, 4K, 8K, 12K. What is it going to be when we're, when we're <laughs> well, over yeah. 50? Well, as you know, uh, 4K was uh, getting prevalent last year yeah. at CES, and there was no content for it. This year, there's still no content for 4K. I mean, how many times can you watch? The House of Cards season Netflix, two. Yeah. Uh, it, of course, content is coming, but we're just not even near uh, a point where you should be uh, running out to get 4K because the content is not there. And frankly, I mean, 1080p looks still looks amazing, yeah, yeah. right? And and on my 4K TV, uh, I can't really tell the difference between us a really really good 1080p. Uh, signal. Uh, thank you for to being a honest. 4K, unless I get out of my chair and I go you up get and close. I get closer to the pixels. But when you're 10 feet away, uh, I, I think uh, it makes me go, "Well, what the hell are we doing with 8K?" And I think it's just it's a technology demo. Now, There's not going to be any content still looks for gorgeous. years and years and years. Katie, have you seen Todd's new television yet? I have not. Uh, when you do, one, uh, sh- you'll probably remember. I've said this on the show and probably in real life. I've yelled at him. I, I always wanted <laughs> him to get rid of his fat back old man TV that he yeah. had in his uh, family room. He finally did, and he hung this gorgeous 70 inch television. When you walk in that room, it's. I mean, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Even whatever yeah. upscaling to do for regular programming, yeah. it is absolutely gorgeous. So it is worth something. You know, and it, it, like comparing it to my old DLP, it's yeah. just so much brighter. Uh, the, the you know the contrast. I ratio. sat there and I said, one, I didn't, I wouldn't, couldn't believe it was a Vizio. Two, thank God yeah. you finally hung something there that's just gorgeous. Three, I was blown away by the picture. Yeah, and the angle. It, it, you don't have to be directly in front no. of the TV. You can see the picture you from any angle. You can be in your kitchen angle. Yeah. and see the picture. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the cool thing. You got to see this thing. It's just. I mean, I was there after the TM Soft 
Christmas party and I didn't even notice it. Yeah, because oh, it's no. just it's laid out there. It's beautiful, I, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. laid. It's like laid. It's not laid into the wall, but it might as well be. I, I don't think we had anything on. We should have. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nothing, yeah, the TV never yeah. came have you on. Seen any we were just drinking. Sports on there? Uh, <laughs> sports? Yeah. Have you sports? You say? Yeah. No, have you watched anything on there? I know that just you, you know I get broadcast. Television. Okay. So and, and I think it looks great. I just you can't, know I can't again imagine. it's 1080p or 4K. Great price um, as well. Yeah. For the market, I was, yeah, I was trying and it's to keep dropping. So I would hold out. Like if I was in the market for 4K, I would hold out probably for another year. The prices are in a fast decline right now, and we're still waiting on that content. So um, I, I would still hold out. Okay, curved. I, have you been sold? Did they sell you a thing about the curved? I the one thing I did see is, and they had a little a little of this last year, but this year there are so many more the flexing TVs that could go from. A flat panel to mm. a curved TV. Right. I still think it's a gimmick. I kind of the dollars do. you, the dollars you would pay for something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just don't see the point. And nowadays, I think it looks better when you mount it flat against the wall, yeah. right? Whereas if you have the curve, it's just coming really far away from the wall. What's the point of hanging it if yeah. it's going to be poking out? Yeah, exactly. And so. think about the liability. <laughs> What if somebody walked by and poked their eye out on that corner, right? No, nothing. Yeah, that's all I think A little about. kid runs into it. <laughs> I was with my niece and nephew, and I was like, oh, these kids must get bumped into left and right because they're just running around like maniacs. Yeah. Now I know why people don't have kids sometimes. Well, you know uh, it's National TV Safety Day, or is it, it was this week. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know, I know. And, and I know this, this because I, I met a lady who runs the organization here in D.C., and they're trying to get the, the word out. So. It's no laughing matter, because these flat panels, if you have them on a, if it's on some sort of, um, it's a ledge, if you will, or on mm -hmm. your dresser, little kids can knock them and off. That, and That's I, what hurts And them. I asked her, and I said, Was it, is it because they weren't mounted properly to the wall, and they just fall off onto these kids? and. He said, no, it's it's the people that don't mount the yeah. TVs. That's the real problem. Because that they'll pull on it, the they'll get close. Accidents. It's Teletubbies, but then it's, yeah, it's curtains. Yeah, so everyone, oh, not funny. for the safety of your children, please <laughs> mount your televisions <laughs> to the wall. See, uh, when you said it was TV Safety Week, I was curious to know if it was for the kids or the TVs. Huh? That's fair. <laughs> That's Katie thinking about the TVs first. <laughs> you know where her heart is, made of stone. Um, all, uh, before we get to, speaking of safety, uh, the story that got us back in the studio, the story that got the band back together right. when you were on the Michael Mara show, is there anything else you want to highlight before we get to? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I had so many notes. Uh, I can just briefly Please. run through them. Uh, the big trend this year is the, it's called the Internet of Things, and they keep relabeling it, uh, whatever it is. IOT. It's about having devices that are just constantly connected to the Internet sensors. Of course, we all know we're moving into a sensor-based world. So you're, you're seeing a lot of automation, a lot of uh, little devices to help manage whatever aspect of your life. And yeah. so a lot of fitness devices. Uh, I saw a lot of stuff from home automation, of course. Uh, Alarm.com, which is a company here in Virginia, was there uh, showing all of their lights, motion sensors, automatic uh, thermostats, oh, things wow. like that. Uh, there was a, you know, I'm interested in getting a, a lock uh, for for my house, which works with the smartphone. Yes. A lot of companies covering that. The uh, company Okie Dokies looks really cool. I'm thinking about checking them out. But there, So these locks are, because a couple hit the market a couple years ago, but they, it's, the one complaint with some of these locks, and they've gotten... They've gotten better, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Was that the the profile of the lock is so big mm -hmm. that it just not it, some of them weren't aesthetically pleasing. But the locks I saw online, and you probably saw them 
you know, up close and in person, mm-hmm. they were beautiful. Yeah, they're getting better. Right. Um, and and one of the things I really like, it's not just about walking up to your door, pulling out your phone and unlocking your door or your garage door. It works on all these different types of uh, uh, locks. But what's neat about it is the security aspect. Let's say um, you have a friend that's staying a week or you have maybe signed up for Airbnb. This kind of device will allow you to give anyone a temporary key to the house, which will get revoked after some time period. Ah. And I think that's the most interesting concept because how many times have you given someone you don't know or your garage code. your garage key yeah. and you, you know, maybe they went and made a copy. Or you have no idea. You've got like a crazy boyfriend or ex-girlfriend that you gave a key yeah. to and yeah. now you got to change the keys and locks yes and then change your code or even yes. if you have handyman come by you you want to give them a personal code just in case you're not there right all those situations yeah. that makes sense giving temporary yeah. access to your home i think that's a, a really cool concept and a lot of these devices price are, points are, have come down yeah they have, um, and I'm going to be checking that. We're going to be talking about bucks, that this year because I definitely want to add that to cool. uh, my home. As you know from the show, I talked about the surfer who lost his keys. Yes. The tracker device, I bought one. Um, those look cool as well. They use Bluetooth beaconing. So in the case where I lost my keys after the uh, TMSoft uh, Christmas party, yes, uh, I could have retraced my steps, and it kind of works like sonar in a way where you will get hot, ping? hot or cold. Hold uh, measurements to let you know where the device is. So even it's not you know and and what's on a graph like a graph on your phone? Yeah, it's a graph. It's a map on your phone, and it'll work in your house as well, so you can figure out which couch it's on. It's uh, you know hiding in. I have tile. I haven't tried it out yet. I got that for Christmas. It's the first thing I said. Can't wait to try. Said to the president, like what 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 about tile? Everybody uses tile. And of course, you know, they, they go, well, tile's kind of big and bulky and ours are meant to be on a keychain. So oh, yeah, I we'll can't see. wait to see it. I haven't looked at tile. Do you have one? I do. I, well, I got one. I got a set for Christmas. Uh, we should come in and we can all try it out. Yeah. Um, and the, the tile came with four tiles, individual tiles and two stickers mm-hmm. and the stickers act like tiles. So you could stick that on to something. So it's a sticker. It could also be a sticker. And again, I, I, I opened the package up. I thought this was cool. I was like, I got to figure out how to do this. Yeah. But, um, but but then again, I don't know how it works exactly. I mean, does it work similar to what you just is said? It, yeah, go ahead. I you think know? tile is different. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've looked into this, but I believe that it takes Bluetooth connection and it basically it takes connection from other tiles. So mm-hmm. it does work, but there could be it. In- no, that's for, you're talking about the beaconing thing. So. Uh, that's what's cool about this technology is like, let's say someone else is walking down the street and it's trying to communicate, you know, to the internet. You yes. can actually piggyback off of other people's oh, devices. Whoa. So that sounds kind of like what you're yeah. saying. It's called a meshed network where other devices yeah, can kind of retransmit the signal. Now you're talking my, my language yeah. here. Uh, am I? Yes. Meshed devices. Yeah. I like that. Honey Just pot. like the honeypot. I'm going to use mesh devices. Mesh. 2015. <laughs> Yeah. It's like mesh devices, Mike. I don't know what to tell you, man. There was a lot of like devices to help you relax. I saw a floating Bluetooth speaker. I did not hear oh. it, but it was actually like spinning and floating and gravitating in air. 
and it claims that uh, it has a lot of bass and punch and powerful sound. Floating. How would it float? I'm guessing magnets. Oh. Uh, you know, it was just sitting there. Like a hovercraft. Yeah. Thought that was yeah. interesting. I don't. I wish I could have heard it. Uh, there were some other things like I put these glasses on and it, it beamed different colored lights into my eyes while playing uh, synchronized music to uh, through through the headphones. Your personal uh, laser so, light show. You know, the whole gimmick being, you know, you're kind of like stimulating your, your cones and rods along with your ears. Oh, man. And, you know, he and there's like different modes, right? Yeah. Where you could say, and I told the guy, look, I'm going out tonight. Put Give me, give me some Give me energy. as many cones and rods as yeah. you have. <laughs> give me the Red Bull edition. <laughs> and he blasted me with like some really upbeat music and the, and the colors were going along with it. Did and, it work? Uh, I have no idea. So, Is that the night you stayed up all night? Yes. Uh, it might have worked. I think it worked. Cones and rods. <laughs> Cones and rods. It's called the P- win. PSIL. I don't even know if the device is available. I went to the website and it looked like you had to sign up to get PSIO. To get I never thought that that type of stimulus would change your energy level. That's interesting. Another device I saw that could be like, I saw a lot of synergy with the old mm, white noise. Look at that. Was the sleep phones. And this was a headband that you can wear at night and it, and it can play music. Or oh, white it's huge. Noise. Bluetooth. And it's Bluetooth. Oh, they have a Bluetooth, And they're coming out with a new version uh, this year, which will be wireless charging. So you can just lay that, lay it on the on oh, your nightstand good. and it'll charge. So before their previous product was wired in. Yeah. And yeah. so nobody wants that, right? No, it's tough. So I'm going to probably order one of those and see if, uh, see if it works out. See if it works yeah. well with my app. And I will let you know Sleep about that. Bones. I spent two days at something called App Nation. Uh, not too much to report. It was a lot of executives uh, talking about their companies. Like EA got on stage and said, two billion downloads and counting. Did they give you any trade secrets? Uh, no, they just kind of like patted themselves on the back. <laughs> said, we got two billion. I'm like, uh, how do I get two billion? Yeah, yeah. They said how great it is to have two billion because then you can kind of. We kinda... are great. <laughs> you, can, you can move the market. Market on your own. Enjoy the croissants. <laughs> Bunch of jerks. I hate when people do that. I was a little upset by App Yeah, Nation. you're sitting there. I did get learn. some things out of it. Uh, some marketing folks were sharing a lot of great tips, That's such cool. as uh, don't pay for a press release. I've always wondered if I should do an official press yeah. release when I launch an app. They said it's not worth it. Uh, just have a corporate blog and then get to know the reporters in the industry and, and, and start reach sharing out to your them. story. Yeah, yeah, reach out to them instead of doing some because press releases. There's so many companies just shooting them out. They just shoot out in the space and yeah. nobody reads those. It's like a snowball into the sun. Exactly. So yeah, that w- that was not a lot of advice. Robert Scoble was there, uh, one of my favorites, and uh, one of the guys from Vice. Uh, was talking about the show and said how great HBO Go was for their brand. Oh, great. And, yeah. he, and he did ask an interesting question. He's like, how, how many have heard of Vice before HBO Go? And, and nobody like raised their hand. Like, So it was interesting. Like, just They changed getting, their brand. It was a it, magazine before yeah, and, and exactly. a great website. But then this TV show, I got my dad to get into Vice. And he's 74, you know, yeah. or 73, whatever he is. But he shouldn't be watching Vice. And now he does. And it's great, great reporting. Yeah, it's great right? reporting. And, and I never heard of him until that show. And when I remember going to their website, I'm like, what's this? You know, but yeah. They were, the main guy that's on, on TV was talking? Shane Smith or? No, I wish uh, One of those Shane guys? was there. But it was, no, it was someone else. Shane someone Smith lower is a, down is a dream chain. boat. Uh, one of my, let's see, I had two, uh, two other things to mention, I guess, were um, Tom Wheeler. 
from the FCC uh, was there. Boo. And he. That's quite appropriate. Yeah. He's the guy that. Uh, uh, what's my favorite HBO show? Uh, the John Stewart guy. Uh, uh, John Oliver. John Oliver, John Oliver yeah. called you know called him a dingo on the show, <laughs> and now and now he's known throughout the world as the dingo. The dingo. And That's uh, too funny. so yeah, he he actually addressed that. <laughs> he, he did. He, yeah. yeah, he said he didn't know what a dingo was and had to go Google it. Um, but so he talked about the. Uh, the future of uh, the internet and spectrum and and are know, they gonna are they gonna go? What's gonna happen? Because it's still up in there, right? It's in a couple months. We're gonna we're gonna see what what they're putting out there, and it's you know. Uh, he says all the right things. He goes, we need more competition. But, you know, on his resume, it says he used to work for, like, Comcast and Big Cable. <laughs> and, you know, he's a lobbyist for those yeah, guys. Yeah, he's like, yeah. So, you know, he's always saying something. And, and Gary Shapiro uh, was interviewing him. He's the uh, president of uh, and CEO of uh, uh, CEA. CEA. And so he is a lawyer. His background is a lawyer. So the questions he was, it was like a cross-examination. Oh, it was great. wonderful. That's fun. He, he was asking like hard-hitting questions. Uh, and, and it was interesting and, and nothing too great to report from that. But, you know. A great experience, though. At least to see yeah. those. Then talk it out, hash it, it out. Yeah, it was a, it was a really good interview. And we're, we're all just kind of like going, okay, how are you going to ruin the internet, dude? You know? Like, how, you know, <laughs> we know you want to ruin it for everybody how except the big guys. How much more are we going to have to pay? But uh, so we're going to be uh, hearing more from old Tom Wheeler. Uh, the, the other thing I mentioned was one of my favorite parts was GoPro CEO spoke to us at, a, at our dinner. What did he have to say? That, by the way, I've seen profiles on that guy on television and read a couple yeah. articles on him. It, it, what He's a serial entrepreneur, really hit it big with GoPro, but a guy that took his passion, and which was surfing, yep. you know, and said, I want to catch, there's got to be a better way to catch these shots. And he found out how to do it. And, and, he, and look at this, uh, this amazing public company now that right. he's built. And uh, I think it's worth nine billion or something, of which he owns, you know, three billion of that. Yeah. So it's pretty wild to be twenty foot away from like a guy who has three billion dollars. Yeah, and there's a part. Of, and look, I'm I'm a very I, I'm so happy for people's successes. But when you see this guy, yeah, you're like he's a good looking guy. Oh, he's God, young. Yeah. It's like he man, just, he just flew back from Fiji, so he had this like. <laughs> Golden bronze. <laughs> he had a golden bronze right? tan. It's like the perfect tan. And he looked like a supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking about how he came up with the idea because he wanted to record himself surfing. Yeah. And you're just blown away. Yeah, like, and, man. And, and he's... Like, tell me you have a failing kidney. Tell me something <laughs> has gone wrong, you know? He's super smart, but he did... Uh, what I liked is he gave some some really good advice, and he said... And I actually pulled out my phone, and I wrote all this stuff down. I haven't even looked at it uh, since then. But uh, the, the gist of it was, uh, if you're an entrepreneur or you have a product, the best thing you could ever do is have that product allow you to tell a story. Because then, if the product mm. tells a story then people are going to use it and kind of it's going to go viral that way, right? So he's basically summed up GoPro. As, all we do is help people tell stories. That's what we and do. And that's what they're advertising And does. because that's all they do, and this was an interesting point too, um, when you look at uh, YouTube, yes, you're going to see 
millions of videos that say whatever GoPro. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. that brand GoPro is now synonymous on YouTube with exciting, adventurous <laughs> storytelling. <laughs> And, and you just can't beat that because nobody, and he actually brought this point out, he goes, no disrespect against Apple, but nobody is going to post a video to YouTube and say, Apple video. Nobody's going to do it. It's true. Whereas the GoPro camera just has that brand. It's got so, this lifestyle attached and, to it. And there's, there's, it's going to be so hard to, to beat those guys yeah. if, you, if you try it. Even the big brands can't, can't do it. Getting smaller and better. So, uh, very good point, you know, like storytelling and enabling that. And, and so I thought that was great, great so advice. True. And so I started thinking, what about, you know, podcasting is kind of the same yeah. way. What's our favorite podcast? Yeah, Serial. And that is some of the best storytelling yes. I've heard in a long Michael time. Michael Mara's show, a close second. And then the Tony <laughs> Perkins show. Wait, Big Owen Duke's a close second. And then the Tony oh. Perkins show. And then Michael Mara's show. But you know what? The best... <laughs> The best episodes on the Michael Mara show are always like really good stories. Storytelling. Right? People Story love telling, so it's yeah. like, I think that's something to remember when you're doing your podcast or you're creating a new product. Think about the story. Yeah, Rob Ford. Think about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of stories, let's get to it. Uh, I hear gunshot wounds. I hear sweet at the top of the Planet Hollywood Hotel and Casino. Yeah. Uh, I And I've been... Two suites at that at that particular hotel. You have a view of Vegas that is incredible. So, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, like floor to to, uh, to ceiling glass, uh, absolutely gorgeous. I can only picture you there now. My only question is, and I was explaining this to somebody. I said, when Todd Todd's got this personality where. He's he's gregarious and fun. If he's had like two or three Jack and Cokes in him, it's like he. Like you want him to be a part of your crew wherever you're going. If you're gonna go and you're gonna party, he is the best wingman possible because you know he can talk about a bunch of different things, but he can also like he was he's genuinely interested in business. And if you were in business and you're at CES, he's in tech. And if you're in tech and you've got a suite, he's there. How did this come together? Because during the show, and I wish I had pulled the clip, but next time, you mentioned <laughs> that you met. Because you meet so many different people because there's a lot of entrepreneurs and businessmen. Which, which show do they need to listen to? If they uh, the Michael Mara show. Which which one? Oh, I, I, the one this past I Thursday. This past Thursday. Came You're, on and made yes. a fool of myself. You didn't make a fool of yourself. <laughs> I think you showed a softer side of yourself. <laughs> I'll say that. I, I, right? What I showed was yeah. a sleep-deprived side no, of myself. No, you're, but you're so... Um, if, if, if you had a publicist, it would be... And this is the way you... I mean, you're a business owner, so... The way that you you, you show the, your professional side of your personality on there is great. That's the way. That's the way you want to. You that's the side you want to show. But people don't know, and I get to see this on a regular basis, and so does Katie, and and hopefully Rob one day if, if he's cool enough to hang out. Um, <laughs> like when you're not corporate Todd, it's like you're just like all of us. You're just a regular guy, right? You you're just genius, but you're just a regular guy, and a regular guy. Would wake up at ten thirty, mm. at really seven thirty Vegas time, or wherever you were, and tell the story you told on Thursday because that is a fun night. That's what that's like the hangover Vegas, <laughs> right? So, how did you meet this gentleman that bottles Fiji water internationally? Uh, yeah, it's just, it's like friends of friends who met someone Little at Kim's a friend. restaurant. Yeah, it so. It was pretty late. We just saw Steve Miller Band. Uh, they were performing at the Monster Party. Must be nice. And then I texted my friend that is at the uh, App Developers Alliance. And I said, where are you guys hanging at? And he's like, come to Suite 
on the suite on the 51st top floor yeah, of Planet is. Hollywood. It's in the 50. I and I'm like, that. what? And then and I was like, okay. So I go up to the 51st floor yes. and I ended up like ringing the doorbell of the, yeah. it's not like the typical hotel room. No, right? no, no, no. It's massive. And yeah. you know, they Two answer, stories. the butler answers yeah. and you come in and they're all your yeah. friends. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Where are the white chicks at? <laughs> <laughs> and, but when you walk in, do you know, you already hear penthouse, right? Yeah. You're already at this monster party, which by the way, nobody can get into. And next year we have to go and you have to take at least, at least me and Cole, because I think as a whole, we have to experience this together. Right. Agreed. Because as, when we go, when I go with Mike and Mike will probably never go back out there again. But <laughs> if we go as tech 411, I mean, we really, we can experience not just the party side, but every side of the show and maybe give a, 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 a in-depth detailed side of the program. But more importantly, I want to get, you're going to tell me your perspective of what happened that night, but I would like three perspectives of what happened. You ring that <laughs> yeah. doorbell, yeah. the butler comes up. Right. Do you know it's like a, this is an exclusive party at this point. You realize no, that, right? No, very small. It an was intimate just a, gathering? It was a small gathering of people. Just just and six six or seven, eight or nine? Yeah, somewhere around wow. there. Wow. Less than 10 for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, it, it was like- Shirts it was, off, shirts on. Shirts on. Okay. <laughs> uh, shirt, one shirt came off. You, said, you mentioned that. Massive TV. It looked like just walking into a living room. Okay. And you're like, oh, I thought these were just like hotel rooms. Were you interrupting anything? Were, were they no, playing? Everyone's just blackjack, around, gambling, just hanging out. Just uh, sitting around, okay. drinking, talking, getting to know each other. Yeah. So that's when I met the guy who. Uh, Mr. Chow? Well, he was one of his uh, employees was working like. Peanuts and almonds and pistachios shirt, and I'm like, what's what's that? And he's like, yeah. well, that's one of our businesses. We we sell pistachios and almonds, and you know, he's oh. telling me about how he's trying to automate this whole process, and and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And, and then you've always been interested in the in the pistachio game. Yeah, I, I, it's one of my it's one of my favorite nuts, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. But so you, you so that's that really is but an then, interesting conversation. The guy's then, got a business, and then like his, you know, they come up and it's like, oh, the parent company makes Fiji water. Do you know that? And I'm like, yeah, I drink that all the time. And I'm like, who are these guys? And they were just like super high rollers yeah. working for billionaire, billion, billion, billion dollar corporations. Mm -hmm. And uh, had a sweet pad and the, the view was amazing. And he had the butler order some pizzas. And then we all have one of those friends, right? Yeah. Like that you're like, eh, he's kind of sketchy, yeah. you know? But he's he's nice. He's a nice guy. Yes. And so this one guy was just telling The how type of guy that would come <laughs> over your house and hypothetically open a beer bottle on your granite countertop, <laughs> right? Is that fair? That hits a little close to home okay. when you put it that way. That happens, <laughs> though. It that happens. could happen. So this guy's like all inked up, you know, and he's like, he doesn't look like a tech guy at all. No, no. And he's just telling. But he uh, definitely knows how to party. He's he's just telling stories about how he's got a, a couple, you know, and as I said on the Michael Mara yes. show, not one, but two gunshot wounds. <laughs> <laughs> and he's two like, gunshot he's wounds. Really he's lifting up his shirt. There's one. And I, and, I, and I was asking, like, the we'll call him the billionaire. I was asking him yeah. later when we were in the elevator going to go gamble. I was like, uh, who is that guy? And he's yeah. like, oh, he's one of my old-time friends. Super nice guy. You know. 
know, he just he just kind of hangs out in the wrong circles sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you might not want to hang out where you're yeah. getting shot. Yeah, we're on a, <laughs> we're on the 51st floor. I mean, nothing great can happen right now. So it, that was just like one of many uh, crazy. You went to gamble things. with the billionaire. You know what's uh, not... You're not a big you know gambler. What, yeah, well, you know what's not fun about gambling with oh, someone that's rich? Here we go. Is when you're on the craps table and you're and you're just like, you're rolling the dice and you're, and you've, and you're playing... Con- I'm, I was playing very confidently. I was putting $10 up on the pass line. I'm going with, to throw up. With you're total, with a billionaire with and you're total, throwing your $10 out. Here's a $1,000 chip. I'm putting the table minimum. All right, on the pass line. <laughs> well, this is, look, and I didn't realize he was even at the table, but he's down at the other end dropping thousand dollar chips. Yes. And when I realized that, I go, I wasn't like embarrassed. I don't care. No, that no, I, no you I wasn't care. betting much You're money. Person, yeah. But I was, oh, you I be was a now a little, embarrassed. a little. No, I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's I a was lot of near, money. You I don't want to lose this money for this yes, guy. Yes, you don't want to crap out. No. It's like I don't want to deal with that kind of pressure. No, no. You no. know, I don't want to lose this man's money. Yeah. So he can not, afford it. How yeah, did it work out for you? Oh man, I, I was you up. want him some money? I I want everybody money. Oh, I, I think I was so nervous that I like yeah. secretly got in the zone. I, I got in the zone and just started hitting the numbers, man. And I was hitting them for a Damn. while. So it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. That was that was my only gambling of the night. Was that night on yeah, the yeah? Because I remember or, of the whole week when we were out. You're just not a big gambler, so when you go down there. Because I've been in situations like that. I didn't even gamble last year. Yeah, when we were yeah. Out there. I was yeah. like, hey, you're gonna gamble? Ah, nah. You're, yeah, you're building an empire. I respect that. <laughs> uh, I was blacking out. Uh, what I'll say is there is a space and anybody, even if you're not with the person next to you, if you're gambling at a, a $15 blackjack table, $5, it doesn't matter. There, regardless of how much you're betting, if the person next to you is betting more than you, yeah, you feel that sense of, oh man, like. What am I doing? Like this person's either winning or losing. And if they win, you're like, oh, this is, but you're risking more. But yeah. if you're with a friend and they're technically part of your crew, you want everybody to win, especially if you're a yeah. low man on the pole, right? Yeah, absolutely. Was he what? happy? Did he hug you? He said, hey, man. Pro- oh, my God. Very happy. Yeah. Very happy. And then I rolled Fist out. bumps? <laughs> Chest we, bumps? I think we hugged it out. Chest bumps? And, uh, you know, what's funny is this was around 5 a.m., and then I realized, oh, I've got a flight to catch. 5 a.m. So, what time was your flight at? Uh, the flight was like 8.30 a.m. Hmm. Um, you can't even sleep for an hour. And then I was expecting a call from Mike O'Mara at 8 a.m. So I was like, that's perfect timing. I'll be at the <laughs> gate. I can, I'll have 30 minutes yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of prepare, you know, come, some up, notes. come up some notes, get yeah. ready for the show. You jerks called me right when I cleared security. Mm. And if you listen to it, I'm like breathing hard. Like I'm breathing I really thought, hard. Honestly, I thought you woke up on the no. roof of Caesar's Palace. I said, <laughs> wait a second. He's not at the airport. He's clearly on a mattress on top of a hotel. I just wanted to set the regulars. You guys didn't think I was at the airport. I no. was actually rushing to my gate. He sounded nervous. I I'm didn't like, have oh. a headset on or anything. Uh, did you wake right? up and there was like a naked dude next to you? Well, no. Nothing wrong with that, but if you're into I that, didn't, you know? I didn't go yeah. to sleep. I just went right <laughs> to the airport. And then you guys called me and I, you know, the audio was horrible because I didn't have a headset. Hey, I was you sounded great unprepared. to us. Unprepared. I was headset. so unprepared. You don't need a headset when you hung out with a guy with two gunshot wounds and then <laughs> hung, hung out with a guy who bottles in his uh, Fiji water internationally. He's a billionaire. Oh, man. That's the fun of Vegas, though. Yeah. And I also like your cry for help when you said, I just want to come home. Oh, you know how it is. <laughs> 
And when you guys spoke about it on the Mike O'Mara show, you're so right. It was my last night there, yeah. and I was like, I've got to make this count, yeah. and I'm chugging Fun Red night. Bull, and I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. And uh, it, it turned out, and of course, uh, I got to hang out with my buddy, Ant Pruitt. Nice. He's been on the show before, so uh, he is one beefcake of a guy. This really? guy is huge. He looks did like he a, take his shirt off, too? He looks, no, he didn't, but <laughs> he didn't have to. He didn't he have to. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my this is my bodyguard. And we should have him on more often. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to get him on the show sure. tonight. He's actually stuck in transit, trying to get home. And, and it's that feeling like, you know, you're, you're racing to the airport. And when you guys called me, I was just like, man, I just want to be home. I want to be sitting on my couch. And it's not fun to travel after a, oh, you a killed late on night of traveling. You killed. You killed. A lot of fun. Yeah, I think or people. Or late night of partying. So. Like, like yeah, seeing the you softer guys called side. It, the, you, the, the softer, softer side of you. The softer the side of you. sleep deprived, yeah. slightly drunk side <laughs> of Todd Moore, of Tomo. You guys made the right call at the right time. Uh, so good job nice. on that. Good a lot of fun. All right. Uh, apps of the week, or are we foregoing that this episode? Everybody good uh, here to play, or what are we uh, working with these days? I could skip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about I'll, I'll mention this? Uh, the Tech Four One One Show app is out there. If you if you like Tech Four One One, as you can tell. Uh, we've got a new year. Uh, we've got this nice studio. We're all going to be working together again. So what I'll do is this, is that if if you can, go to iTunes right now, hit subscribe, and write something kind about this show. If it's two gunshot wounds as your review, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take that, right? That's cool. Uh, if it's anything else about CES, a 70-inch television looks nice, uh, flat and not on the ground, that works. Anything fun, and for the person that has... The funniest uh, comment on the iTunes subscriptions that we see on there. Uh, if we can, send us a copy, a screenshot to uh, Oscar at MichaelMaraShow.com. We will send you a gift pack from the Michael Mara screenshot Show. Screenshot of what? A screenshot of their comment that they put on iTunes. Oh, on iTunes. For the show, yeah. Oh, that's a yeah, great cause, idea. Because uh, Rofo and I were in uh, the TMOS warehouse, and we realized there's a lot of giveaways that we need to take care of. <laughs> so if you do that and you send yeah. me that email with a screenshot, I'll, we'll send you something nice in the mail. Oh, Perfect. that's a great idea. And please subscribe to yeah. 411 as well and uh, download the app. Let's not forget we have a yes. whole slew of and great And there's apps. an update coming. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to work on that. A lot of people have been asking about the the iTunes control. I mean, the iPhone controls, the native controls. A big update coming this month. So that and that goes for uh, the Michael Mara Show, Tech for One Show, and the Big O and Duke Show apps. And maybe some more shows. Yeah, in the they're future. coming along. Stay tuned. Big announcement. For that. Oh, yeah. I'll drop this on you. I uh, am going in two weeks. Really, ten days now. Robert H. Smith School of Business. I am starting my semester. Oh, yes. Nice. You're going to be all smart. <laughs> yeah, we'll pursue the MBA and see what comes yeah. from that. But uh, I need a guy with an MBA. But I think uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to share. Hopefully, there's some tech guys in that uh, in that program. Uh, you're going you're to excel. And uh, it'll friend. be nice to talk about that as well. But the schedule doesn't change. It's a weekend program, so we'll work from there. Cool. cool. Very good. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, be sure to follow the show on Facebook. Twi Twitter and, and Twitter, Twitter as well. At Tech411Show. And uh, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the CES uh, what recap. Recap. Program. Recap. Yes. The recap. Yeah. And stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have a great show next week. Two gunshots. <laughs> ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.